When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Kennedy Dynasty Podcast. I'm your host, Allison, and today I have got an episode that has been fairly long awaited. I feel like I've gotten this topic request for a while, and it's going to be a short one, though, because I actually didn't find as much on it as I had hoped online, but I'll get to it. it, It'll still hopefully be good and meet your standards. So we'll get to that in just a second. I'm sitting here looking around my little podcast closet that I explained to you guys recently and how it's, you know, I'm sitting underneath my sweaters with my laundry hamper and, you know, shoes and stuff and how that's my little podcast studio as of right now. But I just feel the need to tell you guys that I'm very excited because my husband and I are building a house, which is a whole adventure in and of itself. We're very excited about that. But within said house, we're building an office and within said office, there's going to be a little podcast studio. So I'm really excited. And I just felt the need to tell you guys that because the fact that I am building an actual studio in a house means that you guys have supported me so well. And this has been so much fun so far. It's been such an adventure so far. I've been doing this for, what is it, like a year and a half-ish, somewhere in there. And it's just grown so much and it's continuing to grow so much there's so much in the works and so much going on so it's just really exciting for me it was it was just kind of cool for me to sit there with our architect and make out the plans and know that that was like my little space to to keep this going so anyway thanks to you guys for that and bringing this little dream into a reality I really appreciate it um I'm trying to think if there's anything else I have to brief you on for oh I do have something to brief you on another reason this episode's a teeny bit short today I know y'all some of y'all think all of my episodes are short but that just kind of is my format at this point but this one's going to be maybe even a little bit shorter and the reason is I'm prepping for a really exciting episode I have lined up an interview and I'm actually traveling to do it and I just know that you guys are really 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 going to enjoy it so that's all in the works and it'll be the next episode that we're releases after this one so make sure you are subscribed it will be out in like not next week but the next so we're gonna have a little a little week break but anyway just be on the lookout for it i'm very excited for that and i think you guys will enjoy it without further ado let's get into the in the news segment big news story of the past seven days According to the Boston Globe, the Senate has confirmed that Victoria Reggie Kennedy, which is the widow of late Senator Edward M. Kennedy, is going to be the U.S. ambassador to Austria, and they're sending her to Vienna to continue a Kennedy family diplomatic tradition. So that was some neat news, I thought, and uh, when I saw that, I thought I'd share it with you guys. Another one, and I'm not even going to dive into this whole article, but you guys definitely should because I read it, and I'm just not going to quote a bunch of it, but a Politico article came out that is titled An Outrage Against Democracy. JFK's nephew urges Biden to reveal assassination records. So if you don't know, President Biden pushed back the release of scheduled records that were supposed to be released from the Warren Commission. And Robert Kennedy Jr. has spoken out saying that he thought that it was ridiculous and we all have a right to view these records, basically. He said, it's an outrage. It's an outrage against American democracy. We're not supposed to have secret governments within the government. He said, how the hell is it 
58 years later, and what in the world could justify not releasing these documents? And then it goes on to say his cousin, former Rhode Island Representative Patrick Kennedy, said that the records should be released not because of his family, but because American citizens have a right to know about something that left such a scar in this nation's soul that lost not only a president, but a promise of a brighter future. He said, I think for the good of the country, everything has to be put out there so there's a greater understanding of our history. So like I said, long article, go read about it. Very interesting and I'm interested to see if anything else comes of that. Okay, let's move on to our question segment. Therefore, in answer to your question. So I got asked this week how I keep up with my episode topics, like how, how that comes about. Do I just think of it one week or how does it come to me? So I was going to let you know how I do this. I thought it was an interesting question. Maybe more people wondered. What I do is anytime that I see anything at all Kennedy related, whether it be a news article, whether it be a mention in pop culture, if there's any amount of depth to it or something that I could make a story out of. For instance, the episode I did on um, when the Nixons welcomed Jackie Kennedy and her children in for the private viewing of JFK's presidential painting, I saw an article just pop up about that and I was like, oh, that's a good topic. So I'll I drop it on a list. Literally, I have a list of so many topics and it's individual family members. It's uh, films to review. It's, it's so extensive things that you guys send me that you want to hear. Every time you guys send me a topic suggestion, if it has not been done yet and I think it would work, it automatically goes on that list. So some of you have probably even heard from me back. I'll be like, oh, I'll put that on the list. Good suggestion. I love that. So keep sending. Like I said, the list is extensive. I choose from it basically weekly and that's how the process works. And then I get to researching. Another thing, this is a lot of logistics questions I keep getting, but I'm going to answer it. I keep getting questions about the book. Like, what's the book about? What's it about? What's it about? I'm very close to being able to tell you guys what it's about. I can say that we are progressing forward in a good way, and I'm really excited about it. And as soon as I can let you guys in on that, I will. I promise. I I honestly cannot wait to tell you. So (laughs) I'm struggling not to tell you. You'll know when I can let you know. All right, let's get to the episode. So this week, I am going to talk a little bit about Robert Kennedy and Ethel Kennedy's relationship. So I'm not going to go into a big bio about both of them because I've actually already done one on Bobby, but I have not done one on Ethel. And I keep saying I'm going to because I watched the documentary and I love it so much. I'm actually going to put a few clips from the documentary in this episode, but I'm not going to go into a huge biographical thing about her um, solely because I'm going to save that for a future date. But cue the music. I'm a Bobby on the boardwalk, summer of 45. Picked me up, played one night out the window. We were 17 and crazy, running wild, wild. Can't remember what song it was playing when we walked in. The night we snuck into a yacht club party, pretending to be a duchess and a prince. If you don't know, what that was. I'm sure you know it was Taylor Swift. But did you know that that was written about Bobby and Ethel's love and their love story? Well, now you know. So I'm going to use that a lot probably during this episode, at least to cue it out. I just had to throw that in here, sprinkle it in. It's a little, one of those little tiny pop culture things that just flows in that I love so much. The Kennedys are so infiltrated in pop culture in so many ways that we don't even know it. I was watching, um, oh shoot, what was it? Vanderpump Rules last night and they're like, playing a game they're like first ladies off the top of your head and someone said jackie oh which to i wanted to be like you mean kennedy she was not oh by that point but i just love their sprinkles of pop culture all over the place 
So let's get started. Ethel was born really wealthy. I will say that. So she kind of had a way of easily working herself into the Kennedy family. According to the JFK Library, Ethel's father, George Sr., started working as an $8 a week railroad road. Why can't I say railroad? Hold on. Railroad clerk. He, along with some co-workers, built a small coal and coke business into a diversified privately owned enterprise, the Great Lakes Coal and Coke Company, which eventually became Great Lakes Carbon Corporation. So that's how they got their wealth. They ended up moving to Connecticut and she went to an all-girls school in Connecticut. And in September of 1945, which that's kind of, you heard a little bit of that in the T-Swizzle song, Ethel began her education at Manhattanville College of the Sacred Heart and that's where she met her good pal, Jean Kennedy. And they became just besties. So in 1945, Jean takes Ethel on a ski trip with her family. She's 17 at the time. And they met Ethel and Bobby. But it wasn't quite uh, what you would think at first. I will let Ethel tell you from the documentary what happened at that point. So what happened on that skiing trip to Mont Tremblant when my mother and father met for the very first time? He was standing in front of a roaring fireplace in the living room. And what did you think when you saw him? Wow. Pretty great. Really? Yeah. So was it love at first sight? It was. Really? It was. We made a bet right away about who could get down the mountain faster. And who won? I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) And then Daddy took a left turn and he started dating my sister that oh that was a black period but at the time I thought well no contest she's so pretty and so smart and so wonderful and so they went out for two years oh ouch Ouch. As you just heard from Ethel, luckily he broke it off with her sister, <laughs> with her sister, and then Ethel started dating Bobby, and then she got to campaign for JFK for Congress in 1946, and she just loved it. She loved the whole vibe. She loved the hustle and bustle. She loved the knocking on the doors and campaigning, the whole Kennedy thing. She was all in. So that really attracted Bobby too. He loved that. He loved her very adventurous spirit. She was crazy and out there, and it adventurous and the first one on the football field to play the touch football and the first one to jump off the back of the boat she was just one of those girls that was just down down to go down to hang just a good time girl so bobby was always that way too and he just loved her and they fell in love so they got engaged in february of 1950 and they got married on june 17th of 1950 and that was at saint mary's catholic church in connecticut i'm going to let ethel tell you a little bit about their wedding as well We got married in Greenwich, and it was a beautiful wedding. It was wonderful. And there were about 600 guests, and there were fountains of champagne. Lots of dancing, lots of dogs all over everything. And I think Daddy had 21 ushers. (laughs) He had a lot of friends. Yeah. Then they ended up having the first of many, many children, Kathleen Kennedy, on July 4th, 1951. Which, wow, what a good Kennedy birthday. (laughs) You are the first of Bobby Kennedy's children born on the 4th of July. That is just about as American as you can possibly get, I feel. That's incredible. So Bobby goes to law school. They keep having kids, have lots of kids. 
They are a very, 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 from everything that I've read, united front in many ways. Ethel loves to go watch Bobby do anything he's doing. She always takes the kids along. It's a family affair no matter what. She's not shy of the cameras necessarily. She's not shy of the spotlight. She wants her children exposed to the things that their family does. And they're just really, really, really connected in that way. They really, truly enjoyed each other's company and everything that they did. Good evening, Mrs. Kennedy. This is my wife, Ethel. Good evening. And my uh, daughter, Mary Courtney, or our daughter, Mary Courtney. Hello, Courtney. Hi. How are you, Courtney? Can you look at the camera? Mrs. Kennedy, uh, do you attend many of Bob's committee hearings? Oh, Mr. Morrow, I do, yes. Um, Most all of them. Then you don't get a chance to look at many of the sessions on television. Well, well, I really do, because there's a little television set right next to the chair where I sit during the hearing. And I watch it mostly on the television. Well, why do you watch television when you're actually there in the caucus room? (laughs) Well, it sounds kind of silly, but, you know, the camera really catches everything. And you can really tell, I think, when a witness is lying. (laughs) Sounds like a a wonderful commercial for television in general, Mrs. Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, uh, does Bob ever strike you as a seemingly mild-mannered man for a rackets investigator? Well, I'm awfully surprised most of the time when he really keeps his temper. You know, when witnesses aren't telling the truth and being quite frank, or when they take the Fifth Amendment so often. I think it's really amazing that he does so well. Just a matter of great self-control, is that right? I think so. We had a commercial for television and now for a husband. (laughs) (laughs) They did have to deal with lots of tragedy in their marriage, as we know, but the first of many was in 1955. Unfortunately, Ethel's parents both passed away in a airplane crash, which I'm sure took a huge toll on their marriage and their family and everything. But Bobby was there for her the whole time, and they made it through it. And they ended up, after that, in 1956, purchasing Hickory Hill, which they bought that home from Jack and Jackie. They had lived there first, and then they ended up buying it from them in McLean, Virginia. So as I said before, Ethel was always down to go campaign and all the things, but she actually got an interest in politics after Bobby became the chief counsel to the Senate Select Committee. She was super down to help the Kennedys campaign during JFK's presidential run in 1960. Then JFK is tragically assassinated in 1963. This took, obviously, as we've spoken about in past episodes, a massive, massive emotional toll on the entire family, of course, but probably most specifically Bobby and Jackie, of course. This during this time is when they spent a lot of time together and Bobby spent a lot of time helping her children and being there for her children. And I'm not saying that to say that he was absent in his own life. I don't know. I can't speak to that. I'm sure he was still very present for his own children and his own wife and his own job and all the things. But I do know that that bonded he and Jackie a lot in their grief. And this is where I have to bring this in. There is the rumor, obviously, that Bobby and Jackie had an affair after JFK was killed. Um, a lot of people believe this. A lot of people don't. I have read multiple articles, multiple books. I don't I don't know. I'm not them. I, who knows? But if what I have read about the situation is true, which I don't know if it is or not, again, disclaimer, 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 then I read that during this time, Ethel became very angry knowing that they were having an affair. She wasn't blind to it at all. She hated it as you would. All those things, again, don't know if all that's true, but if you believe that theory, then that all was happening during this time. But Ethel always stood by Bobby's side, and Bobby 
always stood by Ethel's side, loved her very much, whether you believe that he cheated on her with other women as well, which is out there and a possibility, or you don't. I will say that a lot of people speak to Bobby's character as he would be the least likely Kennedy brother to be a philanderer. There are a lot of people that believe that he may have, but... Even the people that say that he may have always say that he loved Ethel most of all. She was the love of his life. They were soulmates. They were just meant to be in their love story. So whether he cheated, whether he didn't, I don't know. But at the end of the day, it seems very apparent in interviews and stories and oral histories and all the things they were madly in love. So when Bobby ran for the Senate and he decided to start running the presidential race after that, Ethel was on board for both and was a great voice for him during both of those times. And then, as we know, Bobby was tragically assassinated in June of 1968, right after he won the California Democratic primary. And six months after her husband's death, Ethel did give birth to their 11th and final child, obviously, Rory. I do want to highlight on, too, that Ethel, even after Bobby's death, made a very, very large point to make sure that she continued the Kennedy call to public service. She has always been an advocate in many ways for many different causes. She is also the founder of the Robert F. Kennedy Memorial Center, which tries to continue the work of RFK through the Human Rights Awards and Journalism Awards that still is going on. And she also is a co-chair of the Coalition of Gun Control and is involved with other human rights organizations. And I feel like that's such a testament to her love for Bobby to continue on in his fight for all the things that he truly believed in because she truly believed in them as well. It's highlighted in the documentary where her children say something about, no, mom, it was you that, you know, taught us so much. It was you that did this, that, and the other. And she still just gave so much credit, Ethel did, to Bobby and everything that he did. And I think that that just speaks volumes to the love that they had for each other. If you get a chance, go Google and see some pictures of them together. They're adventurous. They're in cars. They're hiking. They're skiing. They're in the ocean. They're having fun. They're having fun with their kids. Their house is wild and crazy with animals everywhere and chaos and it just looks like they had a really beautiful life the time that they had together anyway i hope you've enjoyed this episode make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss when things come out if you haven't already please 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 rate the podcast five stars and if you want to go the extra step write a positive written review those help me so very much and i appreciate and read every single one that i get make sure you check out my merch shop get you some cozy kennedy dynasty merch for this fall and winter and if you have any kennedy fans in your life buy them some merch for christmas it is coming up and there's no better time than to give the gift of kennedy and you know what buy yourself a christmas gift because you deserve it get it go it's in the description of this episode make sure you're following me on instagram at kennedy dynasty where you can keep up with me the most there and i'm going to start trying to be much more active on facebook and twitter too so uh follow those as well that's all i got i will talk to you guys soon
History is the greatest adventure story. But does it ever leave you wondering what the women were doing all that time? This is Lori from the Her Half of History podcast, and the answer is that some women were seizing power, or escaping slavery, or spying for their country, or creating artistic masterpieces, while countless others were doing the laundry, getting married, and wondering why their clothes don't have more pockets. If you would like to hear the stories of women doing all of those things, check out Her Half of History at herhalfofhistory.com or wherever you get your podcasts.